seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Red here. Listen up. We got a good one for today. Light bright. Thanks for joining the show just in time. So, hopefully everybody had a great, fantastic weekend. I know I certainly did. Spent it with my wonderful fiance. Um, She made some lamb on the grill, which ended up being really, really good. So I can't complain. Um, along with some lovely vegetables and, I mean, the most perfect potatoes, the best potatoes that you can cook in a microwave, for sure. So, (laughs) came out really good. No complaints from me. Had a fun weekend. Just stayed home, relaxed, and uh, enjoyed each other's company. Also, today's show, what we got going on is there is a person that wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, they were originally going to go on the podcast and share their story um, through their own voice. But however, things have changed and I mysteriously can't get a hold of them again. So I wasn't sure if they wanted to go live or if they wanted to do, uh, you know, explain through their whole encounter let me just record it, edit it, and set it up that way. But for some reason, they done disappeared and turned into a ghost. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about their encounter, uh, the multiple encounters actually, with Dogman of all uh, cool subjects. And to me, this is a definitely interesting story, mainly because uh, apparently they didn't feel no, you know, kind of evil that 95% of the people that do the encounters feel when it comes to dog man. Um, so that's awesome. i uh, glad to hear it for sure. But I would have liked to follow with some questions um, and see if maybe things change throughout time. Uh, starting with the first encounter that he remembers to the very last one. Because sometimes, you know, as, as if you have an encounter as a kid, your very first one, you know, especially if you see something like that, your very first one is like, oh, man, that's a monster. So you get told monsters are not real and they're only in movies and TV. And then you see something in real life. So that's your first thought. And I just, you know, would have liked to ask, oh, what did you think? Did you think that, oh, man, that's super scary? I mean, he does say monster, but sometimes you can also get the feelings that that feeling that, oh, man, this is really dangerous. I'm kind of scared. 
uh, and see if things change throughout the multiple counters that this person had. So definitely going to be interesting. And after that, because uh, it's probably going to maybe last, maybe if we're lucky, 15 minutes, I'm going to also talk about the help, I believe, uh, Expedition Bigfoot has been for uh, people that are, you know, not just doing the investigation, investigating with Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call them, um, the big hairy ape, but also, you know, the researchers and the scientists and everything else, because they, they're getting a lot of scientific evidence. Uh, but again, I always believe history is evidence, and I'm always going to say history is evidence. That's just something I, I highly believe in. So let's get this started. Um, I don't know what that was. All right. So here it is. My bad. Good afternoon. Just wanted to give you a rundown of my experiences. As I stated in my Reddit post, I used to play in an old phone booth at my aunt and uncle's house. This is definitely where the encounter started, although I can't say how, as I have no memory of what I did while inside the phone booth. It was an old wooden thing, like you find at the back of a bar or something. I later found out it was from the old Chicago train station that got torn down. So, I mean, that's that's definitely interesting. I would have loved to find like find out if maybe we could push through, try to get that memory going of uh, certain things. Because once you start thinking about you know, your childhood a little bit and kind of re-going through them, you start coming up with different memories. Uh, so the first encounter I recall was in 1985 or 1986. I was around seven or eight. It was the summertime, late in the day, so around dusk. Not full daylight, but not dark out yet. I was in the front yard playing catch with my cousin, and the ball went past me and down the side of the house into the back. The yard was surrounded by a chain-link fence that separated the yard from an old overgrown alley that was used as a road one time. When I went to retrieve the ball, I noticed some rustling in the brush. I'm thinking I was, I'm thinking it was a cat or a squirrel or something. As I got closer, I noticed something moving very close to the fence. I thought it was a man at first. It was as big as a man, but covered in brownish hair. From what I could see, its head was canine, snouts, ears, etc. But it had human-like hands. I couldn't really see the lower half of the body. Due to the weeds and the grass, it appeared to be injured in some way, the way it was moving. It was using the fence to drag its, own, its way down the alley, hand over hand, just pulling itself. I stood and watched for the scene, what seemed like a long time, but in reality it was only a minute or two. Before running up to get my cousin, I told him I seen a monster in the alley. We excitedly talked about it before getting up the courage to head back and look. By the time we got back, it was gone. 
leaving no trace other than the smashed down grass. I mean, just that part of the, the first encounter it, it is very interesting. I think it would have been cool to follow up with some questions. Uh, and that goes with, with what I was just saying. In the very beginning, when you have, uh, when you're not sure, like when you're a kid and you, you see this thing that looks like a monster and what you see in movies on, and on TV, you get that first thing of scared. But him and his cousin also as he says, had enough courage to go and try to take another look, but unfortunately he was gone already. Um, so did he really feel any kind of ill will? Did it feel like, you know, oh man, this thing was a demon? The way it seems, it doesn't seem like that's what he was feeling even as a kid. I mean, if you're feeling that way, even um, grownups when they see this, like I said, 95% of these dogman encounters put the living fear into grown-ups. They immediately say that it's evil. It was a demon. They felt ill intent. You know, they, they just had this feeling that said, I need to get away from this. Um, and that's no, normally before anything else started. Now, is that just because of the way it looks? Is that what's really happening? We're taking the look into an effect, and that's what's scaring and bringing this this evil type of presence that we think we feel, or is it actually an evil presence? Um, so let's go on with the story. I didn't think about it again for a long time. Flash forward to sophomore year of high school. So 1994, I'm 16. I get home. And ahead of <clears throat> and head to my bedroom for a nap. I was meeting some friends back at the school later to see a football game or something like that. So I wake up and it's dark in my room. The only light is coming from the hallway because my door is open several inches. As my eyes adjust, I realize I'm not alone. There are four or five of these creatures in my room watching me. They're all six feet or taller, covered in dark hair with canine facial features just watching. They don't move towards me. They don't communicate, nothing. I think to myself, I must be dreaming. I lay there for a bit, squeezing my eyes closed, and when I reopen them, the creatures are gone. I convince myself it was a dream and go on about my night. Now, I think that's something that, I mean, even at the age of 15, 16 years old, that if you see something like that in your room, you really have to even ask yourself that question. Oh man, what am I looking at right now? What is this? I gotta be dreaming. You question yourself uh, definitely, and that's understandable for sure. So, to me, I mean, is that an encounter? And again, it goes to was he the was he originally by himself in the house? Was nobody else home? Does he normally, or she, because I'm not sure, do they normally sleep with the door cracked open a bit? Or do they normally sleep with the door shut? So there's a lot of questions that I would have liked to ask this person. Um, that was nice enough to share this part of the story with me. So I really hope we can get an actual full, legit interview in with them. So I can ask these questions and let them talk a little bit more and, and just kind of 
see if I can help pull some of these answers out. Um, so on with the story. Next time it happens is about 2005. So I'm 27. Sometimes after work, some friends would meet up at a local restaurant for drinks and food. I didn't work that night, so my boyfriend and I headed up to meet them. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. On my way home, my boyfriend and I are chatting about the day and what we are going to do that weekend, etc. I noticed something ahead in the road, and so I slow slightly. I'm thinking it may be a bag or some garbage or something, but as we get closer, I notice it looks more like an animal. At this point, we are both silent. And I'm almost at a complete stop. The creature stands up on hind legs. And now I see that it is humanoid with canine features. It slowly turns its head towards us. And then just kind of drifts away. It didn't run. It was just no longer there. Hard to explain. I made sure I asked my boyfriend to tell me exactly what he saw before I told him what I saw. I wanted to make sure we had seen the same thing. He described to me exactly what I saw. That was the last major encounter I had. So that's, I mean, that's pretty cool to verify, have that second person there. And, and the way that they did it is actually the same way I uh, verified one of my experiences. Um, and it kind of asked, hey, did you see that? And Oh yeah. Right, so what, what did it look like? What did, what did you see? And just try to see if it's the same thing. Cause you want to get the same answer. I mean, what if the person goes, ah, yeah, it was a guy walking around with a uh, wolf mask and just walked off to the side and left or walked down the alley or, you, you know, whatnot, but no, he verified or the, you know, person telling the story actually told, you know, verified what they seen and that's very important. I mean, definitely for a person that might be doubting themselves, like, man, what, what is this? Am I seeing something again? Um, so it kind of helps them out and, and, and also, uh, you know, verifies themselves as well. Now, back to the phone booth. I always felt that the phone booth was connected somehow. So I asked my mom. I asked her to tell me what I had said after coming out. What was I doing? She said I would just go inside and play around like little kids do. It was safe and they could keep an eye on me easily. I asked her to try to remember anything that might have might help me tie it together. After speaking to my aunt, she said they remembered I would come out and tell them I had gone to visit the puppy people. While helping to tie things together, it really only served to raise more questions. Where did I go when I was when I got to the, that phone booth? And then they say thanks and uh, let me know what you think. So um, that's a great question. Where did they go? Did that phone booth kind of act as a uh, door through dimensions? Could it be? Maybe it's the area the phone booth was in. Maybe it's the actual phone booth. The phone booth originally being from a Chicago train station and being the old school wooden type. And if it's wood, of course, it's made out of trees, right? 
So being made out of trees and trees have their own kind of life force kind of makes sense. Could be the phone booth. Could just be the location. Overall, it's just more questions that need to be answered. Now, I like these encounters, and I just really, again, wish I had the ability to ask throughout what they were feeling at that time where they had these encounters or, you know, what was it that went through your head, what went through your heart. Because sometimes you get that that dread feeling in your heart like, oh, man, this this does not seem safe. Um, sometimes you get that throughout your whole body. But especially with that last encounter, it's standing up and all just vanishing into smoke. Now you hear plenty of, you know, Bigfoot encounters where that happens. You hear plenty of uh, dogman encounters where they're chasing somebody or stalking somebody um, and trying hard as can be to uh, get the other person. Or you hear a lot of the encounters where they just say, I took one look at that thing and I was scared out of my mind and knew it was pure evil and ran away. Uh, but there are a few encounters where people said they don't feel that way. Uh, there's an encounter where a person, you know, kind of befriended them, uh, played with them and, you know, uh, uh, things of that nature. So it really makes you ask the question, is it, maybe our perception of them and how they look that puts the fear in us. Or is it your gut feeling right and are they pure evil? And then you have to think about maybe they're all different. Maybe they're not all the same. Maybe there's good, there's bad and just like us. I mean, the description, honestly, I think it's the first time I heard about the human uh, hands features. Um, kind of seems werewolfy, but that's that's a first for me. So I'm gonna try to start looking more and more into this, uh, the dogman encounters and whatnot. See if I can even hopefully follow up with this person again. Um, I'm gonna place this show actually on the reddit uh form and see hopefully i like it if you do i'm happy you do i would just love to follow up and ask some questions it doesn't matter if we're going to do it live on the air or if we're just going to record it and follow through um but uh definitely is uh what i'm going for so thank you for sharing that story with me i appreciate you emailing me that story and we're gonna you know of course keep you anonymous uh as you ask so that's no problem whatsoever now on to the next i don't know if my listeners are fans of the show but expedition bigfoot two seasons they've just been amazing uh straight amazing to be honest with you matter of fact um i i just think they're uh one of the best. So <laughs> they they've got some really good evidence. I mean the um, the evidence with the infrared, uh, the thermal 
evidence they they got that I mean the thermals just crazy uh really is um tracks as well that they found they found tracks they found uh actual um not going to say building but they found some actual you know uh architecture style uh deals from uh sasquatch or Bigfoot, whatever you want to call them. And I think they've done a fantastic job so far. I think they're really helping out the Bigfoot uh, Sasquatch community. I, I think it's crazy to me. We need to start kind of coming together on this, helping each other out, stop uh, immediately trying to put each other down. Um, as a podcaster, I try to push other people's podcasts as well, not just mine, especially people that I'm fond of myself, like, uh, you know, Wes Groomer, the Sasquatch Chronicles is one of my favorites uh, by far. Um, Tony Merkel, the confessionals. He also has a show with his dad, uh, Hammerling Legends, another amazing show. So definitely something to give a listen to for sure. Um, but if you look through, uh, look at it and how they've, the last two seasons, how they've really stepped up the game, they've kind of take, taken the subject uh, to a different level, and a lot of people, even Bigfoot, you know, quote-unquote Bigfoot, everybody, you know, he's, oh, no, that's cartoony, it's silly, you know, they find a whole bunch of different uh, things to call him besides Bigfoot, you know, call it besides Bigfoot. But the thing is, they've kind of cleared that up. I mean, Expedition Bigfoot, they've really, it doesn't seem cartoony. It's very uh, legit. I mean, the whole cast and crew that they got there, um, they go out hiking, roughing it, you know, for the whole time they're there, trying to look for evidence, try new things uh, from the, that. What was it like? It was like a sound, sound radar type of deal that they did, and it picks up like uh, – Noises or sounds throughout like X amount of distance. Uh, I can't remember the the complete the the actual range on it, but I mean, straight amazing. They've brought this to the next level. I mean, I would personally love to try to get one of them up on the podcast and talk to them one on one and ask them questions. Because to me, as a person that likes to go out in the field myself, in um, investigate and just look for signs uh, and proof. Um, and the thing is, I always say it, history is proof. It really is. So the way that they've taken it up, I mean, they're, they're out in the Smoky Mountains and they went out to Washington. And then before that, I think it was – was Oregon, I think, for the whole time. Um, and they're just on this trail and they're just going and, and just really uh, taking it to it and getting more and more evidence. And I, I hope they keep the same uh, group of people for this show because they know what they're doing. They have the experience behind them. Maybe add somebody to go with, with, uh, Ron, I believe, because he always goes out by himself uh, and actually, you know, help out. 
maybe two on two, maybe even get three more people out there and you can all kind of fan out a bit and cover m way more of an area. Uh, even going back to the, the Smokies or going back to Washington, um, you definitely want to make sure that, you know, you got that. So I'm going to go and say uh, I, th I think that's just an excellent show and it's helping the, the community all together. The evidence that they're bringing up is just straight amazing. Um, from the tracks that are found from the, the whole uh, subject of doing with the infrared for, for the also uh, encounters, the people that, you know, seen them and they're sitting there listening to it. I mean, that the whole program and, and getting just little things of evidence and, and grabbing from it and, and learning from it. So to me, I think that's awesome. And uh, just a, uh, a great thing for you guys. I really hope you, you get to season three. I can't see how you wouldn't. Um, I think Discovery Plus has a uh, great, great um, program, and uh, I, I believe you know. I, hopefully, they'll they'll keep these off for you know six, seven more seasons, or however long it takes to actually uh, prove that Bigfoot is a live creature. And then maybe we'll go to uh, maybe we'll go to Dogman next. We'll see. I mean, it's it's funny. Some people like. <laughs> from the big Bigfoot side of things, like what? No, there's no way that thing exists. Listen, man, if, if Bigfoot is possible to exist and we still uh, haven't fully found <laughs> somehow evidence enough yet, or by the government standards anyway, um, then uh, Dog Man can definitely be it for sure. Um, we are going to be doing a, oh, by the way, if anybody is listening and you have an encounter you want to share, please hit us up. Let us know. Monster Investigators of America at gmail.com. Just like this person came, reached out to me. It was awesome. I was so happy they shared their story. Uh, actually, I've, I've reached out to them first. Um, but uh, thankfully, they got to me at my email. I, I got the chance to read it communicated a tiny bit with them but hopefully again they'll be listening to this and uh maybe we'll get more out of the story maybe we could help them out and see if we can even help them uh remember or just get some more answers dig into those feelings a little bit uh i know sometimes that definitely helps when you're when you're trying to remember something uh particularly from your childhood um but i really uh Man, these guys with the uh, Expedition Bigfoot, just a great crew. Looking forward to um, – actually didn't realize I didn't see the last, last episode, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. But uh, definitely um, hoping for some more seasons for sure. And I'm going to try my best to uh, maybe get a, um interview on the podcast with one of these – uh, wonderful people and see what they thought, you know, what they felt as they're going through all this. I mean, again, the uh, thermal footage, the tracks, but not just the tracks, they found so much different types of evidence that it's just coming more and more together. It's going to be harder and harder for somebody to sit there and deny it. You can deny it all you want. People 
even in today today's society, you could show somebody 100% the truth. But if another person is saying that's not true, they're probably going to, you know, unfortunately, if they don't look at it and check it out and, and, you know, do some thinking for themselves, it might not go that way. And they're probably, nah, that's fake, man. That's, that's fake. But the thing is, sometimes you just got to think for yourself. I always check out when I'm footage, no matter if it's Bigfoot or, or Dogman or paranormal, you know, anything like that. I always try to check out the footage, these videos that they put on YouTube and other places as well just to see. And it's like, mm, nah, man, that's, that's definitely not, that's not real. Or, Oh, wow. That's, I can't see how that's fake. That I think that's, that's, that's a real one. So you have that. And I've really, uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully a new season. Uh, sorry, the show is way shorter than what we normally have it. We normally go on for about an hour, 45 minutes. We're probably going to be cutting it off just in a little bit. Um, we will be doing a show a day. I apologize. I got that shot in my neck and it knocked me out the entire day. I think they might've uptake the stuff that they gave me to knock me out because, uh, this time around, I like, I actually legitimately fell and busted my butt trying to get out of the car. Um, and I fell twice. So we'll see. Um, I got shots to get on my back on Thursday. Uh, so I'll be home on Thursday and, um, hopefully wide awake or awake enough to jump on the podcast. Again, there's a couple people I would like to try to get on here, uh, to do some interviews, some actual known people in the, uh, cryptic and paranormal world. Uh, especially I would love to get somebody on um from destination or destination um expedition bigfoot so uh hopefully that's gonna happen uh i'll be working on it we'll see they're probably super busy i'm sure they got a number of people asking to join on their podcast but uh hey sometimes uh you know i actually get a response on my twitter so Hopefully that's it. Oh, my buddy Caps enters the room. As always, my friend, good to see you. Let's see if Caps has a story. Oh, fuck me. What's mate. going I've on, Caps? Many fucking stories. How you doing? <laughs> doing good, doing good, man. I just, you just legit me. I was going to uh, head on off here, and then I seen you pop on. I was like, oh, let me talk to him for a little bit. Oh, well, yeah. Good. So are you are you still uh, grounded off of here, or is this your uh, uh, actual this uh, original account? The original the account. account. See, so, yeah, I've got four hundred and forty-three followers, guys. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have that many followers. Well, you I think got I have forty-nine. Oh, I got, got seventy-three. Well, hopefully, I can get a couple more. Got a bunch of people downloading it though, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's good. One. 
So you got any uh, new stories for us? Any any time lapses or? Oh my, I, I couldn't think at the minute. I tell you what, I, I wish I could. I wish I could. I that that was that. one of my favorites. I'm not gonna lie. That was definitely one of my what? favorite call-ins when you uh, were talking about the time lapse, time travel, and all that. It was yeah, that was that was crazy, man. Um, because it makes you think a lot too. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, so, you know, if we all think like the same, I think there's a problem. Exactly. I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of that stuff that goes on. Uh, maybe that's even paranormal. Maybe that's what it really is. Maybe it's a time lapse. You know, like, you know, like, I was, I was thinking, like, I was talking to someone, I was listening to Joe Rogan, actually. And, uh, like, you know, they believe, like, not, not, not that person, but people, like, you know, if you think about it, like, it could be UFOs, like, unidentified flying objects, that is, not fucking little green aliens. And they, they could be under the water, you know. That's true. It definitely could. You get the uh, well, it's not UFOs. What is it? It's uh, no, but it is. It's still, it's still not flying. Sorry, no, no. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, yeah. But what is it under the ex- extraterrestrial? Isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Who is that? But uh, I mean, if you, I was even thinking about it the other day. I mean, what if all these uh paranormal encounters that people have with with ghosts what if that's not really it what if it's just like a like a time like yeah. almost like a like a like a like a different dimension kind of like fucking ghost yeah and instead of, instead of it being actual ghosts oh, it's yeah. actual people maybe they're experiencing yeah, the same like thing ghosting the same thing yeah, yeah. I know what you mean like ghosting as in like when you play Mario Kart you you, you, you ghosting someone exactly yeah I know exactly what you're talking about could be a different figment a different movement different upside down shit man <laughs> That's the that's He's the crazy thing is, man. I don't know if you listened to uh, Tony Merkel's podcast, The Confessionals, but he had a really good one come out uh, yesterday that was kind of oh. talking about stuff uh, similar. Yeah, I like that shit. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm I'm a big fan, man. I'm actually uh, I did an interview with him a couple weeks ago. Um, on his podcast, so his uh, probably co- next month or two will be uh, really he'll probably release on that, and I'll just let everybody know when it when it happens. But it's yeah, it's right. it's crazy, man. They have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of crazy things going on nowadays. They got the governments are all now admitting to uh, UFOs. Yeah, more and more and more exposure now. No, every ten years they normally do do that though. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It was every ten years, but now like they're just releasing more and more information. I mean, you even have the the Navy come out and say, "Hey, we don't even know what these are," but you know, anybody with information or whatever, you know, 
help us out. So uh, that's interesting as well. Yeah, these things like there was things back in the day. Uh, like I watched a video, and they would go to a certain like you know past the point of where a human could live in um in a pod like that was going that fast. Yeah. Yeah. So going past seven Gs, I'd say eight Gs, and 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 then turning right within milliseconds. And you can't just turn like right on a ninety degree angle in milliseconds. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, definitely it not at going at that speed for sure. That would give you just whiplash, unless this thing I don't know what the fuck it is built. But like, yeah, and that, and it was they weren't exactly big either. It was quite small, and it weren't small, 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 you know, it was able for a body, like, but, like, yeah, they, they couldn't, they got the size of it, they got everything, they couldn't, they couldn't locate it properly because of the fucking speed of it, you know, like, it was fucking fast, and, uh, they seen it, and they seen the movement that it made, and they knew, you can't do that, they was in a jet fighter, like you know, like a proper jet. Yeah. Like, well, that's the, that's you know, the thing were, too, though. Like they can't move. Our jets aren't going to be able to move like the UFOs do. Yeah, but we can move to a degree, man, and like we can locate them and spot them and lock onto them. And when they're locked on, then they locked onto it, and it just fucking went. And it was like, fuck the radar, everything picked it up. And it was like, what the fuck on the airspace, like, yeah? And it was like, wow. Like, that thing just fucking shot, and it showed its movement on the airspace. You know, it wasn't just the air fighter. The air fighter located it, told them, and then they looked at it, and they seen it, and then we seen the movement, and was like, what the fuck, you know? So it's like, you can't explain it. It's, it's purely unexplained. Purely. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing too, because uh, I mean the G force, like you were saying, can would tear our bodies up the way that they move, like yep. at that speed, Completely. like the ninety degree turns so randomly. Yeah, ninety degree turn. It weren't it weren't a curve. It was a ninety degree turn. That's what the point was. You know, it was such a sharp movement. It was like you couldn't, you just wouldn't withstand it. You wouldn't. You just wouldn't as a human, anyway. Yeah, def- definitely not. I mean, if you think about it, just the, the force would mess with our brains. Our, our brains would probably turn to mush yeah. at yeah, that speed that they're moving. Yeah. yeah, even in a craft that you, they're not designed to turn like that, they're, they're just not. It's not. It's not. It's not right. You know, you just wouldn't do it. You know, and so when you look at something, when, when they looked at something like that and they witnessed it and they tell you, like, and they show you footage, which there is footage on YouTube about it. And, yeah, man, yeah, Joe, man. It's scary. Makes you think, man. It's old, man. It's yeah, we have to check out that footage. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Matt? And, you know, you think to yourself, like, you know, like, 
you know, religion and all that, when people go on about shit like that, and like, I'm not saying it's shit, I'm just saying like, all that kind of country, like, all that other stuff. It's like, it's scary, man. It's like, imagine if like, there was something different, like, which I'm quite open minded. And if there is, mate, you, 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 you get snipped. You just get snipped straight away, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, if you, I, I, that's probably something I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they don't come out and just decide they want to attack us. Or, I mean, to me, that's a scary thought because you know that their technology People react so bad. People oh. react so bad. Oh, without a doubt, I think. I think Which nowadays, if, if the government came out and was like, hey, aliens are real, I actually think people would be way better. I think um, they would, but I don't think they would. I think they would go into a state of worry, and I think that they would go I, into... Yeah, I, I mean... I, uh, sorry about that, I'm yawning. Uh, you know, I, re- I really... I, sorry about that. But yeah, I do. I think they'd worry. Because that's the natural. I think the government would as well. Like the, there's naturally defence. You know, there's just defence straight away. They're well, I think the government pretty pretty much knows that there, there's aliens, man. I, if there's aliens, the government definitely knows about them. I think they're that's, already here. I do. Do you think I'm joking? I think they're already here, bro. Yeah, they definitely could be. I mean, if you look up the information yeah. on a. Uh, Thor, right? He's an alien that visited, uh, went to Washington, D.C. There's some information on him. Mm. There's no such thing no, as no aliens. Such thing as aliens. Do you know what alien means? You, yeah, just to, let me give you a little bit of uh, like American English just to make you realize. Alien in itself means something that you have not discovered. So, if you, you know, in Amazon, if you discover a, a fish that you do not actually know the breed of because it's actually alien to you, it is alien to you because you do not know what it is. So, again, so this is the thing what a lot of people automatically assume that when people say alien, they automatically assume that you're talking about big green, grayoid, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, uh, like you know? So that's that's what gets me with people, you stupid, man. Like, you know, like a UFO, for example, it's the same thing. Unidentified flying fucking object, just like alien. Alien. Something alien to me is something that I don't understand. By that... By that... Cups, isn't yeah, yeah, damn right, Sasquatch. You are an alien, Sasquatch. You, you, you know, you are an alien, bro. Bigfoot can definitely be an alien. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, it's alien because we don't. If we've never met Bigfoot, if by there definition, is a Bigfoot, yeah, yeah, that's true. We could, yeah, he's alien because we don't actually know what he is, or we've never really experimented on him, so. Or even even looked at it. So the point is there is simple. He's alien to us. If there is one, it's still alien. So you know, Sasquatch is what we call it. It doesn't mean that it actually is that. You know. So you know, you can put a name to something, but until you actually I, found I it, I personally believe that uh, 
there are people some other beings out there in the fuck. universe besides us. No, well, There's no way that people we're... are thick as fuck, I think, right? Because you're finding all new different things. All the you know in the sea, you know, like like they only found like giant squids how long ago. Like, I mean, giant man. I mean, not like, fucking. And they only find them when they're dead because they rise to the surface. Do you know what I mean? Like, and like, you know, you think, you've got to think. So just because they ain't got probably the cerebral capacity is what we have, or you know, the, you know, this mental state doesn't mean that they're the rulers of the earth, man. Because they are, man. You know, if this earth got took by water, you know, what do you think you'd be doing, man? You've been doing nothing, mate. <laughs> We'd all be doing the same thing. We'd all die, man.
Yeah, I don't think they're fake. I mean, yeah, they've so found evidence yeah. and some bones and whatnot. That's how I think people are pathetic. That's how seriously that's how I think people are pathetic, like because they think they're fake. Like the people who are flat earthers, I think they're pathetic as well. Flat earthers, yeah. Uh, I can't no, understand. For the life of me, I can't understand. I, I wish I can actually get a flat earther on the show and talk to him because I can't understand where they're coming from at oh, all. I, I mean, it. I'm, maybe Look they've the never moon, been out on a mountain or, or a plane or any of that, but it's very round from the sky. Mate, it's just weird the way they see it. Because of the fish eye lens and all the, you know, the, the, to say that we live in the firmament and all that. I've looked it up, man. I've, like, to think that, like, these flat earthers think I ain't looked it up, man. Like, they make me laugh, man. Like, the shit that they believe in is fucking, it's, it's, it's close to fucking men. You know, they're mental institute, institutes. <laughs> yeah, the, that's where they need to go, like, they need to go to, like, the wacky Mental institute. Yeah, institute. Yeah, that's it. yeah, like it's stupid, mate. It's fucking weird the way they act. Like, they What's get, going on, Lizzie? So, Thanks for joining. They get so passionate. That's what it is with me. It's you know anyone can have a theory about anything, but when you get so passionate, like you 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 like you're trying to like you know like you, it annoys me to be honest. Those people are so out of touch as you can tell them into the special and I still won't believe it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. And I, I think they're way out of touch. Yeah. I, j- I honestly I just, just can't see how you can even think that. I mean, if you if you go out on a mountain or a hill or an airplane or a it. boat, you could see it. You could tell it's round. Yeah. You could just see, I don't know, what they say is that we've got fisheye lenses as eyeballs. <laughs> That's just, a, to me, it's just the crazy part, man. I just can't understand how uh, people really think that. But um, mm. I, 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 I'm, I, don't know. I, I would love to get one of those weird. people out on the on, on the show and talk to them and just try to, try to, sky try to see where they're coming from. And if you know if the moon weren't in the place, what what do you think we would be here if the moon weren't there? If the moon wasn't? If the moon wasn't here, do you think we'd be here? I mean it's possible. No we aren't. But the water, I mean, is controlled by the moon. Yeah, it, it isn't possible. We would we would be dead. Well, are you saying are are you saying like if the moon just went up and disappeared? Yeah, if the moon went, the gravitational pull would completely whip out, and we would be oh yeah, uh, waters would, would be gone. It would, would be, be a whole mess of destruction. Toys, for fuck's sake, mate, it, we, we would be covered. We, it, you know, it, it would be jokes. Folks would be dead. Yeah. It would. Uh, I think it would be. If you're talking about now, then yeah, definitely. I don't. If, if, 
the only way I see anybody surviving something like that is uh, they would have to go on like really legit mountains, high. No, but seriously, like, Rocky like, Mountains. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do. You wouldn't do a total fucking. You wouldn't. I know what film you're on about. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. But uh, I think that's that's what they would have to do, and there wouldn't be a lot of people surviving. I mean, it's just. It, it controls the water level and everything, the tide, uh, yeah, all we'll that stuff. But listen, I'll go. Then you talk about gravitational pull and whatnot. Oh, that's, that is our gravitational pull. It'll whip us out of you, but it would be fun. But I'm hoping to uh, get people on um, from Expedition Bigfoot on this show. See if I can get oh, them no. on and uh, listen to them. Oh, and, um, I've got to go, am I? I've got to go. Oh, I've got to go. I'll see all right, man. Take it easy. Stay safe. <laughs> you don't like them Sasquatch. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get them on the show. Talk to at least talk to uh, one of them. Um, see what their thoughts are that since they're out in the field and whatnot. And uh, they have some great thermal uh, footage as well. So I, I just like to see what, you know, of course what they think um, and see if they think there's a possible season three, which I, I hope there is. Cause I think they're doing a lot of good for the whole. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll do. Uh, I think they're doing pretty good for the whole Sasquatch and um, Bigfoot uh, subject, and 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 overall, to be honest with you, because a lot of people, when you you say the the name Bigfoot, there's too many people that would, you know, sit there and think that it's a uh, cartoonish, or and that's the main thing you you'll hear um, researchers say. So that's why they'll say Sasquatch or, you know, Ape Man or Skunk Ape and all the other crazy names you got for the same creature. Um, but I think they're doing a pretty good job so far with that. And I, I'm hoping that uh, I'll be able to get at least one of them on the show and, and get their thoughts on things. And now before I actually publish this thing, I'm going to have to do some homework for the next 24 minutes to take out all the cuss words that Caps put in there. Um, just because we try to make this a decently family-friendly show. Uh, my man Caps stopped by for a little bit to say hi and was definitely in rare form tonight. So. But uh, thanks for stopping by. And if anybody has their own, <laughs> if they, please hit us up with a follow, a like, share the show if you like it. It only gets better. And if you haven't listened to any of the past episodes, trust me, listen to them. Um, and we're just going to be putting a lot of hard work into the into the podcast uh, from you know, this point moving up. So our whole goal is to uh, get some pretty cool guests. But my main thing is I like to get either, you know, listeners 
to uh, share their stories. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's cryptic, such as Bigfoot, Dogman, or if it's the paranormal or aliens and UFOs, whatever. Uh, definitely feel free to hit us up at monsterinvestigatorsofamerica at gmail.com. You could also give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Monster Investigators of America. We have a, uh, was it, Disp uh, Discord. And if you want it, I'll put it up on the Twitter. Just let me know and I'll make sure I add it on there. But it's time to go. It was good talking to everybody. Again, take care of one another. And if you see a little old lady crossing the street that might need some help, go out, give her a helping hand, especially if you're a Bigfoot, because it's only going to take you two steps anyway. And if you see an elf on a shelf that needs help reaching from the top shelf in the store, then definitely give them a hand as well. But until next time, everybody, take care. See you all on the flip side. As she calls me a butt on the way out. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> freaking music isn't working. Was a, was a rare form tonight. Was he drunk? <laughs>